We got to record early today. The Lions are seriously going for it. No question about it. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a Monday morning, everybody. We welcome you to Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you Monday, March 20th and a Tuesday, March 21st. Early recording today because we got to get this in with the big news that took place on Sunday night is the Lions going after Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, ex of the Saints and Eagles, to bolster the secondary. Breaking news that we got to discuss right here on Locked On Lions today. Also, I'll react to what happened late last week with Jamal Williams. Some news on Romeo Aquara. All of that today here on a Monday edition. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network. A little out of sorts doing a show this early, but we're brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM and managing your football franchise? And this game is definitely for you. Download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on the App Store. Our listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps in the game. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D E R Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And shout out to all of you watching on YouTube. We are free and here every day on YouTube, Locked On Lions YouTube channel. So please subscribe. I've seen all of your tweets. Let me get this out of the way. I am well aware that Chauncey Gardner Johnson played cornerback in college with the Saints. I'm well aware of that. My tweet last night about three safeties on the field had nothing to do with my knowledge of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or the fact that the Lions play a 4-2-5. So all you experts out there on Twitter that think I don't know what I'm talking about, happy Monday. My my point on the tweet of putting three safeties on the field, so you're going to have Tracy Walker, you're going to have um, Kirby Joseph, and you're going to have Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who is a amoeba defense type guy. Just a guy that can play anywhere, in the slot, as a nickel corner, as a safety. My point on all of this is that where is Jeffrey Okuda going to play? When is Jeffrey Okuda going to play? That's my point. The signing of Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who was looking for multiple years and big dollars as one of the top free agent safeties, top free agent cornerbacks, however you want to put him in a box, however you want to label him. He ends up signing a one-year reported $8 million deal with the Lions, to reunite with Aaron Glenn and Dan Campbell and get $6.5 million guaranteed. It was surprising to a lot of people because all Brad Holmes has done this offseason and he's done a heck of a job doing it, is add defensive backs, cornerbacks, Cam Sutton from the Steelers, Manny Mosley from the Niners, re-signing Will Harris, going to get Tracy Walker back healthy, has Kirby Joseph, has Jeff Okuda, has Will Harris, has Jerry Jacobs, has Ify Melifonwu, all guys that Holmes has either kept or put his fingerprints on now heading into year three. Getting C.J. G.J., C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles is a steal. One year at $8 million, he's really good. There's a lot of questions about this, though. Where's he going to play? How's it going to work? He'll be on the field in what capacity with Joseph and Walker. But again, I go back to the Okuda situation. 
Jeffrey Okuda, Aaron Glenn has said numerous times needs to get better, needs to improve. They need to figure out if they're going to pick up his fifth-year option or not. I already know the answer to that. They're not doing it. It surprised me a little bit because I thought they were going to take a good long look at him this year and figure out if he's a part of the future. Now I think we know the answer. The Lions aren't worried about Jeffrey Okuda's future or if they think they have something there. The Lions are going for it. The Lions are stockpiling defensive backs in saying we must improve our defense, we are going to improve our defense, and the secondary was unacceptable last year. And now guys that are cute and cool and and neat to have on the team and they're team guys like Jerry Jacobs, even Okuda to an extent, maybe even Will Harris, are being shoved to the side. For Mosley from the Niners, from Sutton from the Steelers, now Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles. Those are high-level players. Those are upgrades. And the other guys are going to have to fill in. But they're being ele- the other guys are being elevated on this roster to starting positions. They didn't sign Cameron Sutton for him not to be on the field or Emmanuel Mosley, Manny, to not be on the field or C.J. G.J. to not be on the field. I just thought they were going to give Okuda every opportunity to be on the field. That's why I tweeted that out last night. Wow, three safeties on the field. I'm well aware that last year at times, C.J. Moore was on the field, Kirby Joseph was on the field, and Deshaun Elliott was on the field. The Lions played three safeties a lot. I know what a 4-2-5 is. I've watched Aaron Glenn's defenses for two years. I'm just a little bit surprised. And part two to this whole thing on Gardner Johnson. He has the capability of kind of being a cancer. He left the Saints after issues off the field with them, trashed them in the media last year when he was on the Eagles, and got into fights. If you recall, Michael Thomas, I think, punched him at practice when they were teammates. He's gotten into fights on the field with other teams. After, the Eagles obviously didn't want him anymore. He went after Jonathan Gannon in a now-deleted tweet basically saying it was all Gannon's fault as to why the Eagles didn't win the Super Bowl. But again, the Lions... Let me fix this here. The Lions know him. Okay? Aaron Glenn coached him in New Orleans. Dan Campbell was in New Orleans when they drafted Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. What, in the fourth round of 2019? He's a really good player. But he's only signing a one-year show-me deal when everybody had him projected to making three at 38 or, or getting paid. But he's had some issues. Trashed the Saints when he left. Trashed the Eagles and Jonathan Gannon recently. Then deleted the tweet. That's usually not the course of action for Brad Holmes, especially Sheila Hamp as owner, to be bringing in guys that are questionable in character. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson's a really good player. Shoot, he was tied in the lead with the lead in the for the league lead in interceptions last year. He's excellent. He's really good. So I love this move on the field. If I'm just questioning why a, why he settled on a one year deal, a, a prove it deal for less money than I think people expected. That's all I'm throwing out there. When he's making eight, and a guy like Darius Slay is now making what? Closer to 17, 18 again in a longer-term deal when he re-signed with the, uh, with the Eagles? That's all I'm asking. 
not hating on the move. I love the move. How do you not? Who would you rather have on the field in the secondary? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Jeff Okuda? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Will Harris? Chauncey Gardner-Johnson or Jerry Jacobs? Guy can play everywhere. Hybrid. Nickel corner, slot corner. Safety. Great. But if you think they're picking up Jeff Okuda's fifth-year option, you're nuts. Now, again, I know the Gardner-Johnson deal, the Mosley deal, those are both one-year deals. They can both leave after this year, but the Lions are going for it. The Lions want to win right now. They knew they had a need. Brad Holmes knew they had a need to add some depth in secondary, and they still could do more in the draft. Do I think they're drafting a corner at six like Christian Gonzalez? No, because there's no room for him, at least in the short term. I think they're going to look at edge or defensive tackle. But Brad Holmes and the Lions are making a statement with a Sunday night signing of a very good, arguably the best player left on the board in free agency, especially on defense, in Gardner-Johnson, who's still young, only been in the league four or five years. Awesome. But again, I'm just pointing out, the Saints traded him. He had become a problem. The Eagles didn't re-sign him. Not saying he was a problem there, but his now-deleted tweet about Jonathan Gannon was, was pretty weak. Hopefully he comes here, and they've got him buttoned up. And, you know, I saw A.J. Brown of the Eagles already say on Twitter he's a great teammate, really good with, you know, great ball skills. Dude, dude could play. Alex Anzalone tweeting out, love having him on the team now. So big-time move for Brad Holmes and the Lions, getting an elite player for their defense whether it's a one-year deal, whether whatever it is. He's on the team this year. He's excited to be here. And uh, it's all you can ask for. So I just, I just think that Jeff Okuda's days are numbered here. This is some kind of statement to him. No, you never can have enough corners and safeties. You want to have depth, and the Lions now have that. No question about it. All right, we are also today brought to you by our friends. I told you at Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app for years, not years, months, but it's a lot of fun, all right? Your turn to compete right now, it's simple. You build your roster and go up against other people. If you've ever dreamed of becoming an NFL GM, managing your football franchise, you can do it and your dream can come true with Ultimate Football GM. You are responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, trading players, signing players, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft coming up, all the ups and downs of the season. It is a lot of fun. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Lions listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when you use the promo code LOCKEDON, in all caps, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, in the game store. That's Locked On. Make sure you check it out today. Download the game or visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up on all the app stores. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. All right. You knew I had to get to it today. And I'm going to. (laughs) Let's go through the timeline of last week. Jamal Williams, or the Lions signed David Montgomery. Dave Burkett reports the Lions offered uh, Jamal Williams around the same money that Montgomery got. 
three years, 18 million. I get on, uh, I was not happy about it. I was like, they lost Jamal Williams? What's going on? And I speculated that maybe Brad Holmes and some folks in the front office had had enough of kind of the Jamal Williams Pokemon shtick and all of that. It was speculation. I had no facts. I then apologized on Thursday's show and said I probably took it too far and shouldn't have speculated like that when I don't have inside information, sources, etc. I just, I apologize. It was small. I'm not sitting here saying I was crying over it. I've made mistakes. I will continue to make mistakes. I think we do a really good podcast, and I think it's fun. Lion fans, you seem to enjoy it. I get pretty good feedback. But occasionally, like last night, I've been getting torched on social media. That's fine. Then Jamal Williams on Friday has his introductory press conference down in New Orleans and is asked if he wanted to stay in Detroit. And he basically said, and I'm not going to play the audio because I'm tired of listening to Jamal Williams' uh, 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 shtick. I'm, I'm now sick of it. I was defending him four days ago. Now I'm tired of it. It was funny last year, but now I think the Lions are moving on and are moving on, and I think the fans need to move on. If I get one more text or tweet about Jamal Williams. Um, but he said that basically he thought that the Lions' offer to him was a slap in the face. They didn't want me. Yeah, I, I thought it was a disa- uh, a disgrace or whatever word he used. Jamal, enough. This is the same routine he pulled when he left Green Bay. I loved it there. I love the Packers, Packer family. But now it's love Detroit, shout out to the fans, put out my tweet. But they didn't want me. Why has this happened to Jamal Williams now twice? What are they, what's the old saying? First time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. This is the second organization now to go, we love you, kid. Adios. Maybe his agent overplayed his hand. But if Dave Burkett is reporting, and it's accurate, that the Lions basically offered Jamal Williams the same money that they offered David Montgomery, who, by the way, is two years younger and a better football player. The agent thought, huh, we'll, we'll, we'll get that money, to that. we'll get that dollar figure to come up. It never did. That was a poor business decision by Jamal and by Jamal's agent. Then for him, to me, um, when asked the question in the press conference, and again, there is something to being genuine and being real, and that's what Jamal was. He was asked about it, and his response was, they didn't even, they didn't really want me. I got a sense of that, and their offer was a disgrace, or whatever words he used. Um, To me, I would have taken the high road and said, I love Detroit, couldn't come to terms, all love for them. And he mostly did say all love, but to kind of say he thought the offer was a slap in the face. This is, again, the second time this has happened. The Lions are going with a less of a headache, David Montgomery, who just comes in, keeps his mouth shut, is a, a very good runner, excellent out of the backfield for the same money they offered Williams. And you stunt the growth of your rival in the division who loses said running back. So, you know, there's people now that want me to retract my apology from the other day. Um, 
I'm not going to do that. But the bottom line is this. Um, this has become a pattern with Jamal. And while I felt really bad for him last week, and I was like, man, how can the Lions let him go? Then I kind of watched his his shtick on the podium in New Orleans. And I'm now I see why the Lions are, are going to be just fine. Hey, they'll miss his personality. They'll miss his leadership, sure. But maybe partly some of the things that I was saying last week were actually right. You know? So, he didn't like the offer. Thought it was a slap in the face. Sorry, dude. You had to take less to find another home at a, at a, at a worse spot right now. The Lions are better than the Saints. That's a fact. All right, uh, coming up next, talk about players wanting to stay here. I, I just saw another report. This is crazy. Another player taking a very large pay cut to stay here. She tells you something about the organization. We will do that uh, coming up next. First, though, our friends at FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network and also of the NBA. We're kicking into late March here, the NBA. Perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, three-pointers drained, all of that. NCAA tournament coming up this weekend. Michigan State now in the Sweet 16. January, February, Izzo. That's a classic old bet. Uh, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So bet on the games at FanDuel. Don't miss your chance to get that no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, that's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, so I saw this earlier today. Pretty um, pretty cool. Romeo Okwara is going to take a pay cut from the Lions for this season. And it's a $9 million haircut, I guess you could say. Let me find this because I was just stunned when I saw it right before I started recording. I want to make sure I get this right. Lions Ed's rusher, Romeo Quar agreed to a renegotiated contract that reduces his cap hit for 2023 down from $14.5 million to $5.647. Now, again, um, some of this could be moved into bonuses and everything else. Um, but... Players, you know, players wanting to cre- help create salary cap space for their team by taking a pay cut. Charles Harris last week took a $3 million pay cut. Um, Romeo Okwara, who was due $11 million this year, now down to $2 million. is amazing. What's going on here? How cool is this? Charles Harris is a good football player when he's healthy can get to the quarterback. Romeo Quara, we know, can play when healthy. Came back from injury this year, and immediately that Jets game had a couple of sacks. $9 million pay cut to stay in Detroit? Wasn't it Micah Parsons that made the comment when there was the Jalen Ramsey rumors? Who wants to go to Detroit? Why would he want to go to Detroit? Romeo Quara wants to be here. 
Charles Harris wants to be here. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson wants to be here. That's awesome. What does that say about the organization when veteran players who want their money are willing to take major hits to their salary to stay and be a part of something special? That's what you want in a good organization. Gulp. The Lions are a good organization? Looks like it. They could have easily cut Romeo Quara. They haven't cut Halapulavati Vitae yet. Uh, Charles Harris. No, these players are reworking their deals to stay <laughs> and taking less money to play. Shout out. Brad Holmes and the Lions. Shout out. That's awesome. All right. Early edition, Monday edition, Locked on Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen. But most importantly, thanks for subscribing and watching us for free and getting us for free on YouTube. Talk to you again tomorrow.